your South Dakota's sports talk show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Welcome in on a Wednesday. Hot one again. Man, it's hot. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Glad you're back. Here we go. The Nate Brown Show is live. Fox Sports Rapid City. We're live on 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Bring us up there on the radio side. You can watch the show live right now on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow the show. Watch us at Nate Brown Show. And on YouTube, our YouTube channel is The Nate Brown Show. Search for it. Subscribe. Give us some thumbs up, if you would. If you would. You can give me a thumbs down every now and then. But don't do it there. Don't do it there. You can do it live on this show, okay? The Nate Brown Show on YouTube. And we're off and running. It's always a great day in the Black Hills on a Wednesday. I've got a great uh, guest lineup, some great content today, some questions of the day. We'll have some fun, thought-provoking sports talk. No outrage here. No outrage, okay? The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. Since 1976, that's the expert team when it comes to orthopedic care. Continue your active lifestyle with their expertise. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center helping you stay in the game, whether you're a weekend warrior or an elite athlete. See the team at Black Hills Ortho. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center online at bhosc.com, bhosc.com. And also with urgent care when injuries happen, uh, when you least expect them, bhosc.com. Getting us started on a Wednesday, a lot to get to. We'll cook it up here a little bit. Some high school football talk. I want to get a preview with Jason and Dara tonight. Midco Sports live from Sioux Falls. Jason's out there running through all the camps out East River, so we got to get an update. What's happening? We'll continue our focus on the West River side. Going to stop by St. Thomas More tomorrow. We're going to go to Rapid City Central here later on as well. So a few more schools to drop by. Talk to the head football coaches as our high school football season almost underway. Jason Andera is in Midco Sports tonight from Sioux Falls. Ryan O'Halloran is live from Denver. Broncos training camp continues. Some some bad news out of Broncos current training camp. And then a, a little bit of a mm, mishap uh, with the new owner yesterday, Um Mr. Walton as he was introducing himself and kind of laying out his vision. Uh, we'll get Ryan O'Halloran on, Broncos beat writer, Denver Post. He is live. Going to go out to Notre Dame tonight. He covers the Irish for irishbreakdown.com. South Bend, Ryan Roberts is in. Talking Notre Dame and college football overall. Notre Dame, uh, they're ranked number five in the preseason top 25 coaches poll, and they have the number one recruiting class for this next season, 2023, number one recruiting class is at Notre Dame. I don't know if they'll hang on to it, but they got it right now. That's that's a change. I mean, you're seeing a lot of these other places, Alabama, Texas A&M flew in here this past year, but Notre Dame has the number one class right now. I want to break that down. Um, Scott Pianowski is going to drop by as well, covering the field of dreams. Yes, it's my Cubbies tonight, okay? My Cubbies and the Reds in the field of dreams. What a matchup. It sounded good on paper, kind of, sort of, you know, like three years ago. But um, they got Cubs-Reds, Iowa, field of dream game tonight. I said last year at this time, if you listen to the show for a year, I said this field of dreams was a great idea for Major League Baseball. Why? Is because it just mixes it up. It spices it up. It's something new. I said it's not going to be like crazy, um, you know, viewership. But I said, I think it's going to be good, and it was last year. 
It was. You had some pretty good brands in there. This year's the second year of it. It probably not as much uh, flair, not as much fluff. Uh, we'll see. Cubbies, Reds, Field of Dreams. Scott Pianowski's in, Yahoo Sports, Major League Baseball writer. And we'll talk Mountain West tonight. Boise State beat writer covering Boise State, the favorite team in the Mountain West, Ron Counts, Idaho Statesman. We are packed on a Wednesday. Let's get you on tonight. 720-1067. Two hours to the show to get in. 720-1067, our number. The Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line live into the studio. And the Barron's Wilson text line open and ready. 720-1067. All right, Barron's Wilson text line for you. Okay, I want to start with something that's that's uh, getting overlooked, it, and it does because it's baseball, and everyone's like, oh, man, it's it's football time. We got to talk football now from here till February, right? That's all we can <laughs> – that's all that most people talk. I want to start with a little bit of baseball, and I want to get a question of the day dealing with this as well because I find it intriguing. We were shooting it around at lunch today. And I find this intriguing. So let me just give you the headline out of Major League Baseball because I think it's getting overlooked. I think it's special. I think it's special. It doesn't get nearly the much as much coverage as it should. And it's the national story that, that people really should be watching. We shouldn't be worrying about Deshaun Watson starting in a preseason game. It's, it's the preseason. What I'm telling you is last night, Shohei Otani, Angels, became the second Major League Baseball player in history to have 10 wins on the mound and more than 10 homers. So so just just follow me here. I, I know oh, Major League Baseball, I, I'm talking about historic achievement. I'm talking about something special that I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you, you won't see this, I don't think. I don't know if you'll see it again. It's hard to say, but I don't think you'll see it again. Maybe you're thinking, oh, there's better athletes coming up and you're going to see some power pitchers and, and power hitters. We haven't seen it in Major League Baseball ever. I think the sport's getting so specialized, so analytical. I don't think you're going to be able to see a Shohei Otani where he can throw flamethrower, a flamethrower, and a power hitter. We're talking in 2022. So let me just let me just follow that with you. That was last night. He won against the A's. So I know the Angels aren't uh, in the mix, and they're hard to follow and, and the whole thing. I want to give him his credit where credit is due. If you're a baseball fan at all, there's a few of you here in Rapid City, I've heard. Shohei Otani, only the second Major League Baseball player to have at least a 10-win season on the mound, got his 10-win last night, and 10 homers. Who's the first player to do that? We all know, right? Everybody knows, right? First player to do it, only player to do it, before Shohei Otani last night, the legendary Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. So it got me thinking, let's go generations here. Let's go eras here. This is something that we've talked about in other sports, but we haven't talked about it in baseball, at least on this show. I've asked this question about football. I've asked this question about basketball. We haven't talked about it in baseball, and it gave me this perfect opportunity to say, okay, from Babe Ruth's from 1914 and 1920s to all the way up to 2022, it took that long, 100 years, for a player to come along and have pitching dominance and able to uh, blast the ball at the plate as well. So 10 wins on the mound, 10 homers. And I said, so this is something special here. How special was Babe Ruth back then? 
as opposed to like Shohei Otani today. Many people say it's it's so hard to compare eras, and I agree with you. Whether it's NBA, we always compare Michael Jordan and the Wilt Chamberlains and all those guys back in the day to are are they as good as the players of today and the freak athletes of today? So so we've discussed that in other sports, but baseball is a different sport. Baseball is a different sport. Why? You don't have to be, and it's nothing against them, but you don't have to be an unbelievable freak athlete. I'm 6'9", 260. You don't have to be that guy. The skill set is a lot lot of the focus. It's unbelievable skill. Unbelievable skill. So I ask you today, Babe Ruth did it back in the 20s, 20s, 30s. Shoei Otani just did it in 2022. I ask you today, would Babe Ruth be able to be a Major League Baseball player today? How much, how much of an accomplishment is this from Shohei Otani this year, right now in the world of baseball we live in now, to do this? Pitching dominance, hitting dominance. Is it the same thing as Babe Ruth back in the day? Um, thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Well, Nate, I know you're young. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm young. Hey, Thank this you. Conchi Thank guy. you. This, what's that guy's name? Shuni? Come on. Shaney? Come on. Give him some How credit. How long has he been in the majors, Nate? Not very long. Okay, let's stop. Is he? Let's even stop and putting him on a pedestal. Why? He had one highlight, 10 and 10. Let's go back to Bob Gibson. How many home runs did Bob Gibson hit as a major leaguer? I don't know that number. It's. I, I'm, I could be wrong. It's like 27, 28. Okay. Okay. Played a long Bob time, Gibson though. Batted, Bob Gibson batted 200 um, for a career. Well, Shohei's he's going to be batting 300. He's going to have 40 homers. Dude, it's a one-year wonder. No. What happened to Mark no. the Bird Fidrick? No. What happened to Mark the Bird, the Birdman? Remember him? <laughs> he was supposed to be the greatest ever. So How you, long did he last? You think this is overhyped? You do? It's overhyped. It's overhyped? Hey, you know what? Dude, I am paying you $20 million. I'm paying Kirk Cousins $40 million, and he wins me seven, eight games. <laughs> well, baseball players can't win games by themselves. We know you this. You know, Doug Gottlieb said it best, even though he's starting to turn into that Colin guy. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know about goes, that. Uh, he said it. So What did he say? He goes, uh, you know, you can't overhype these guys. They've been in the league a couple, three years. Come play 10 years. Come play 15 years. And then let's talk great. I think he will. I think he's I think he's an unbelievable special player. I think player. I'm going to win the lottery, and I've been trying every every week, Nate. <laughs> Mega millions. And Keep I going. look at that Powerball morning, and I'm like, no, I ain't Come even on. got one number. This is a, no, you're, you're trying to say this is like lucky. No, this isn't lucky. Nate, go over, do a Google search on him. And see, it's a one-year wonder. If he does this next year, the year after, the year after, then I'll put him above a Bob Gibson. A Babe Ruth could have been a designated hitter. Bob Babe Ruth, what you don't realize, and I don't care what books you youngins read, Bob or Babe Ruth was a heck of a baseball hitter. Okay. He had good eyes and he had good hands. Okay. Okay. It's a, a last question for you: Would Babe Ruth be a be a major league baseball star today? Oh, yeah, he'd be pounding home runs off these little kids. He yeah. would? 
Oh. He'd be pounding home runs off these little kids. Barry Bonds, <laughs> Jesus, he'd be hitting 80 home runs off these guys. All right, But, buddy. you know, here's the sad part. None of them can go more than an inning or two. Well, I know, know on that. I agree with you on that. I don't like that. I mean, look uh, at Bob Gibson with his 250-some plus but, but that's, uh, that's the game. game. That's the game. That's not the player's fault, I don't think. that. That's the game. Oh, I, I got another thing. Huh? Because I'm next to a, 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 an old coach here. It's funny. We're talking about travel teams and how spendy it is. Four college wrestlers. We have one national champion, one of the top coaches in the state. Ask me how much our camp cost, Nate, with over 60 kids. I don't know. Ask how much we charged. Nothing. Zero. Good work. Zero, Nate. I like it. I do, too. We need All more right. people like that. You got to pay right, $10,000 to play baseball. Are you kidding me? I appreciate it. Thanks for getting in. I want to do a, hear from you on this. I want to hear from everybody on this, by the way. It is, it, it's, it's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate question. Um, I do not believe Shohei Otani is a flash in the pan. That's what my dad used to say. Don't be a flash in the pan, Okay. I, I don't think Shohei Otani is a flash in the pan. It's not like this all of a sudden we just fell into this. I mean, Shohei Otani's been pretty dominant uh, here for the last uh, couple of years. I mean, yeah, I know it's, he hasn't had a 10, 15-year career yet. But what I'm telling you is how special is Shohei Otani now compared to the Babe Ruth 100 years ago? That, that's, that's really what I'm getting at here. I think um, he's getting overlooked big time. If he played for the Yankees or somebody like that, it'd be a story all the time. It's the Angels. It's an afterthought. Um, thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. Jim, thanks for taking my call. Jim, what's up, buddy? Not much. The, the Babe Ruth question, first of all, here, I don't think Babe Ruth would be able to survive in this era of baseball. Look at Babe Ruth here. He wasn't a physical specimen. He never worked out. He didn't do anything but drink beer and eat hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he dominated against maybe five or six pitchers in the air. He played. He didn't. He played in a way different air, where there's only a few pitchers he faced. And then mentioned Shohei Otani. I think he could be another Ichiro, where he was over in Japan, had the huge numbers before he came to the U.S. Continued to put up big numbers. Like right. Ichiro did. Well, I think he's gonna. Yeah, I think he's gonna be bigger than Ichiro. I think. I mean, Ichiro was big. Big. I think he's going to be bigger. I appreciate it, Jim. Thanks, buddy. appreciate yep. you getting in. Um, 720-1067. As we start on a Wednesday, join us uh, on the Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line Live for you. My question of the day is this. My question of the day is this. Um, let's bring this up. Would Babe Ruth be able to play pro baseball and have success in today's Major League Baseball? I mean, just just... Put this into perspective. I've talked about it in, in different eras in different sports. I've asked you, could the 1972 Dolphins beat Alabama this year? And the answer is no. The answer is no on that question. I've, thought, I've talked about this uh, with my unpaid production staff. We've went round and round on this stuff. And we visited this question today at lunch. What about the Shohei Otani situation? Unbelievable. Second player to ever do this. Ten-win season on the mound, over ten homers. He's got many more than that. Okay, it's the only guy to do this since Babe Ruth. Would Babe Ruth be able to be successful in today's Major League Baseball? That's my question. 
720-1067 if you want in. Let's uh, look at some of the answers. I'll pull up, let's pull up a fresh result of the poll. And uh, you let me know. Okay, and it's nothing against the old school. I'm as old school as anybody. But I'd look at the roster, the physical specimen that uh, the Alabama guys are now against the 1972 Dolphins, and that's not going to work. Larry Zonka is not going to be running anybody over. Okay? I mean, I'm serious about that. We all know the 72 Dolphins went undefeated. It's a different time. Great in their era, right? And I, you won't tell me. And then I go on the basketball side. I said, Michael Jordan is the best to me of all time. He is the guy. He's my guy. But, boy, it's an argument people can make for different players. I will not, I'll, I'll stick with Jordan. Okay? I'll stick with Jordan. But people can make arguments for different players in this type of scenario. I ask you, um, can Babe Ruth play in Major League Baseball today? Shohei Otani is only the second guy to do what he did. Hundred years later, and it and I do not believe it's a oh it's just a minimal accomplishment. Yeah, no, it it's I think it's unbelievable in today's major league baseball, as hard as it is to get guys out and as hard as it is to hit. And he's doing it both. He's doing it both uh, at a high level. By the way, the velocity in Babe Ruth's day, because I wanted to make sure, you know, you're looking at it here, the pitching velocity in Babe Ruth's day, eh, 80s, 80s for the most part, topping out 90s. Okay, we're talking 1920s, 30s, right? Started in 1914. This was two years after the Titanic. So I'm, I'm saying um, people don't want to say it, they don't want to say it, but I don't think Babe Ruth is Shohei Otani. Babe Ruth's a great, uh, in and of itself, a legend. 714 homers. I mean, the list goes on. You could just, yeah, I mean, Babe Ruth, it's no disrespect to Babe Ruth. It's the era. It's an unbelievable change in sports just overall, whether it's football, basketball, or baseball. And we've never had the baseball discussion, so I ask you that question. Let's see what you say here. Um, would Babe Ruth be able to play pro baseball and have success in today's Major League Baseball? 64% of the audience chiming in saying, no, Babe Ruth would not have success. The game is too advanced. 38% now saying, yes, he's just an all-time great. He'd be able to play now as he did uh, before. Let's pull up some answers coming in. 720-1067. Lister text. Babe Ruth would have been forced into deciding in what position to play. He couldn't uh, pitch and hit both now. Couldn't pitch or hit. Or pitch and hit both now. We will never see this type of thing that Otani's doing ever again in our lifetime with a two-way player in the majors. It's crazy what he's doing. I, I, I tend to agree with that. It's really overlooked. You know, it's all football, it's all this, it's all that. He's not a Yankee or whatever. Angels aren't good. Um, it's quite the story. It's quite the story. Listener text, there's absolutely no way Babe Ruth could play with the big dogs today. They throw way too fast and too hard for the Babe. Okay. <laughs> um, let me see here. I want to make sure we get the uh, correct uh, results. 62% now saying Babe Ruth could not play in the majors today and have success. 62%. The game is too advanced. 38%. Yes, he could. He's an all-time great. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. And when you break it down, we have to think about Babe Ruth. 
hitting against. I mean, we've got no name guys in the in the bullpen. We've got no name guys. These aren't the best of the best. There's some no name guys. They're coming in pumping 101. They're pumping 101, and it's like and it's and it's uh, on a shelf. I mean, it's just sliding and moving, right? This isn't uh, this isn't back in the day, and it's coming in coming in at 90. Yeah, I mean, 90 back in the days, that's the real deal. But it's uh, it's changing. It's just changing. That's all there is to it. Uh, let's see. 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. Let's see. I want to make sure. Okay, we're staying there. We're staying there at 62% uh, saying that. 62% saying the babe could not play today. And I would say I'm going to stick with the 1972 Dolphins could not beat Alabama of 2022. It seems bizarre. It seems wild. You just look at the speed, the strength, the size. Now, that's football. That's football. Is it a harder question in baseball? Not as much physical prowess. Not That's not as important, right? But you still look at it. Yeah, there's got to be the skill. you got to have that whole thing. But could Babe Ruth hit 101? 101 miles an hour coming in? It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I I feel like probably not. That's why I feel like Shohei Otani being as special as he is, jacking home runs, striking guys out, starting pitcher, two-way player, second player ever in history to go 10-win season on the mound and over 10 homers. And it happened last night in his win over the A's. Quite a story. Um, And I think people are missing it. Coming right back with Ryan Roberts. Covers Notre Dame in college football i got to see, what's Notre Dame going to do? Stay with NBC? Are they going to look for a new deal? Is it is it going to get really expensive for a network to get Notre Dame football? I'll talk to Ryan Roberts. By the way, number one recruiting class, do you buy that? The Irish have the number one recruiting class in 2023. Ryan Roberts, live from South Bend next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A heat advisory begins at noon tomorrow and continues until 7 p.m. tomorrow evening. Lows level off around 69 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Winds out of the southeast 5 to 10 miles per hour. 101 tomorrow, mainly sunny skies. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night. Lows level off around 71. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 94. 
Hi, it's Nate Brown for Black Hills Community Bank. If you run your own company or you're looking to start a small business here in the Black Hills, you want to make sure you choose the right banking partner. And I know the right choice for business is Black Hills Community Bank. They have plenty of banking options to suit your specific needs. And Black Hills Community Bank is here to help business owners thrive and to make sure you have the support and tools to help your business grow. Just contact one of their business loan experts today or visit bhcbank.com. Member FDIC. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics. Hanging with Brian from Anytime Auto Sales. What's this? You've got another new product for your arsenal? You know it. We're proud to feature the Bushwhackers and the Bushwhacker Plus campers from Braxton Creek. Bang for the buck, there's nothing out there like these new Bushwhacker teardrops. You just got to see these Bushwhacker teardrops. Got so many options for their size, it's just unreal. They are so cool. With kitchens, coolers, refrigerators, built-in furnace and air conditioning systems, even a shower and a toilet. Got to be kidding. It's unbelievable. Totally self-contained, off-road suspension campers that come with new floor plans and in three different sizes. Ready for boondocking or a campground, and they're even solar ready, too. You just got to check them out. These Bushwhacker teardrops. These are so perfect for where we live. It's time for all adventure junkies to head for the hills and do it in affordable comfort. Now at Anytime Auto Sales, they're like nothing you've ever seen before. See AnytimeAnytime.com and as always at the corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales. When it comes to protecting your home and your belongings, what works for your neighbor most likely won't work for you. Insurance is personal. And that's why the coverage specialists at Fisher Rounds and Associates work with you to tailor a policy that protects your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions at the most reasonable cost possible. We sweat the small and the big stuff so you don't have to. That's at your service, at your side. Fisher Rounds and Associates, with offices in Pier, Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. We're just getting going on a Wednesday. Thought-provoking sports talk. Some debate. Some fun. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Let's have a good midweek hitter here, huh? Ryan O'Halloran is coming up from Broncos training camp. Denver Post Broncos beat writer. He is live. Had a little mishap with the Broncos owner here yesterday. I, I think it's a mishap. I think it's a mishap. Everyone say, oh, you're just, oh, you want to stir up the outrage machine. We don't do that. We don't do that. We just have a little fun, okay? And when, you know, you pronounce a guy's name wrong that kind of runs the league, it, it's kind of a thing. You know, it's not, it wasn't just once. We'll get into that with the Broncos owner. Uh, <laughs> he's got more money than I do, so he doesn't have to worry about pronouncing names. I'm trying to get things right here. Let me tell you, the Nate Brown Show Live Fox Sports Rapid City. It's Ryan Robertson tonight. Covers Notre Dame, covers the draft, does a great job. Here it is, Rise and Draft. Find him on Twitter, Rise and Draft. IrishBreakdown.com. 
Ryan Roberts on tonight. Ryan, thanks for stopping by. How are you? I'm good, Nate. I'm good. How are you, man? Well, I'm doing good. So I want to I want to talk Notre Dame right away. Um, yep. Before we get into this season, I want to ask you, what about this number one recruiting class, 2023? Notre Dame, number one. Haven't seen it for a while. They've recruited well. How did this happen? Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it's a lot of energy, obviously, around Marcus Freeman. I mean, if we're being completely honest, he's got to get a lot of the credit. We, we saw this a little bit of a shift in the recruiting, even going back to 2022 when Freeman first arrived as defensive coordinator. I mean, they signed a couple really talented players kind of down the stretch of that recruiting cycle, and he's proven already to be a very dynamic recruiter, and I think that he deserves a lot of credit because the minute that he became the head coach, he assembled a staff that I would also say is has just a bunch of dynamic recruiters, and they have a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different age groups of the recruiting, of the recruiting side of things from the coaching staff, and I think it's really meshing well together. I mean, it's, there's a lot of excitement around Notre Dame football, obviously. You, you talked about 2023 with the number one overall class, but they also have the number one class for the 2024 cycle, although it's very early, but they already have six commits in that class as well. So I think it's just a lot of optimism about what Coach Freeman's doing. He's got a very energetic and, and attractive personality, obviously, and right now he is really building up the energy around the Irish program. Wow, that's interesting because people say, okay, Notre Dame's been up there, but they haven't been there with Alabama. Texas A&M slipped in this last year with the number one class. So Notre Dame, can they be a number one recruiting class type uh, institution? And I say, okay, let's look at the program. You look at this, Ryan, you say, why don't we hear much about name, image, and likeness with Notre Dame? We hear about it with Texas A&M. Man, we hear about it all the time with uh, Alabama. I don't hear much nationally about NIL with Notre Dame. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting layer, honestly, Nate. We could spend probably several hours on this topic, but I mean, pretty much what it is is I think there's a lot of institutions that are taking the NIL stuff for what it should be, and that's kind of educating players and helping players maximize their earning potential off of their name, image, likeness. And then there's some schools that are using it as they always have. You know, it's a little bit of a handout, but now they can kind of put it, put a, a better little uh, – a better little label on it to kind of legitimize it, right? So I think for Notre Dame, they're fully, they're fully understanding of what NIL world can bring, and it does have its challenges to kind of work against that, right? They, but I know for a fact, like, they have collectives that have, have been created. They have more than anything education on how players can maximize their name, image, and likeness. They're never going to be a, a, a program that is just going to give handouts, but I think more than anything, what Notre Dame has done really well is Marcus Freeman continues to reiterate the 4 for 40 and you know the Ivy League education, playing high-level football. And I think a lot of the players that you're going to see commit to Notre Dame have a general understanding that they're going to make money while they're at Notre Dame with their name, image, likeness, but they're also going to get set up for the long-term investment more than the short-term. So I really think that's kind of what they're pushing. They're pushing for more the education side of it because, I mean, if you – Look at even last year in the first year where they could really make an earning. I mean, you had a couple players in Notre Dame that I believe were in the top ten for earnings just in college of um, college athletes. I think Michael Mayer and Keon Keeley, who are both returning this year, were both 
very high in the NIL earnings last year for college athletes. So they're going to be able to make money, and I think that just more the long-term investment is kind of what Notre Dame is preaching right now. Talking Notre Dame, his site, irisbreakdown.com. Find his work there. Ryan Roberts on as we get going on a Wednesday on the Nate Brown Show. Follow him on Twitter at Rise and Draft. Notre Dame's AD, Jack Swarbrick, power player, and he said, Hey, if, if uh, the Big Ten gets that new media deal with NBC, you know, if they sign this deal, $300 million, whatever the number number is, he, he thought that was great. And he said, hey, that's great for the Big Ten. Where's Notre Dame going to be in your assessment for their media rights? It's a great question. It's something that we've discussed a lot on the podcast for the last couple of days, honestly, since the, the, you know, the news came out yesterday. I am not 100% sure, to be very honest with you, man. I think that it's something where there's going to be a lot of jockeying for Notre Dame, to be honest with you, because I, although people, you know, will throw shade at the program for not being super relevant, and I, I completely get it, you know, they haven't won a national championship since 1988, so, like, I understand why the shade is thrown. I do think that there's going to be jockeying from multiple networks to try to figure out, you know, how can we get Notre Dame a part of the program, because they understand that it, it, it's invaluable, you know, having a program like that, and it's a big chess piece, obviously, with them still being an independent and you know, kind of working behind their own rules. So, I mean, the short answer is, is it's something that I am just watching and just trying to trying to gain a general understanding. I know that it's something that's going to be heavily talked about for the foreseeable future around Notre Dame circles, but the, the actual answer that I can give you is I have no idea. All I know is that it's going to be very interesting to follow. Do you think Notre Dame stays that independent route uh, there with football? I think they will as long as they possibly can. I mean, what we're talking about with the potential of the Super Conference, right? Like, if the Big Ten SEC conversation does eventually turn into a, you know, just conference versus conference as far as, you know, the major Super Conferences in the championship in in that kind of circuit, Notre Dame could have their hand forced. But I just, I'm still hesitant on believing it just because. I mean, we, we, people I feel, feel are, are speculating a lot as far as like what it is ultimately going to look like. I think that there's going to be a lot of pushback from different programs, different conferences, and it's just too volatile for me right now to make an absolute decision on where I think that just the, the conferences are going 100%. So as long as they can stay independent and they're not forced their hands by the major super conferences, I think they will remain because the, the biggest things about Notre Dame, which people need to understand, is Notre Dame is in a, you know, they're in the state of Indiana, which is not a hotbed for talent. How Notre Dame makes their money and makes their impact on the recruiting trails is that they are a national presence. Like, they're, they have four players that are committed from the state of Texas this year, for instance. They have a five-star defensive end that's out of the state of Florida. They have a wide receiver out of the state of California. Like, they go all over the place, and that's kind of how their brand runs, is it runs you know, from from east west, from the east coast to the west coast, from the north to the south, like they have kind of a presence everywhere. And I think that if you are joining a conference, eventually you're kind of becoming regionalized, even if your brand is large. So I think they're going to try to stay independent as long as possible because I think it only hurts their brand. If I'm being completely honest, interesting national brand. We all know it, um, and that's interesting from that standpoint. Ryan Robertson, a couple more. I'll let him run. How about this opener? It's a massive one. I mean, it's just massive. Ohio State, Notre Dame. You can't get any better than that. A lot of people will say, Ryan, Ohio State's way ahead. What would you say? In some departments, they are. I mean, if we're being completely honest, like it, the matchups that you're going to see that, no, that Ohio State's going to feel great about is 
They have a proven quarterback coming back who was a Heisman Trophy finalist. They have wide receivers everywhere. I mean, the, the way that they continue to recruit at that position and develop is fantastic. And shout out to Brian Hartline for what he's done. And the, the skill position in general has just been something that has been historic. I mean, if we're being honest, they just had two first-round wide receivers last year, and I think that they're going to have several more over the last couple uh, over the next couple years. So there are certain spots where Ohio State is certainly ahead of Notre Dame. There's there's no doubt about it. But what I do think is that also. Notre Dame is, is better in certain spots defensive line-wise, offensive line-wise. I think that there are matchups that Notre Dame can take advantage of. So mm. Ohio State is definitely better in, in more spots, and they have a proven track record and a proven commodity. You know, Ryan Day is a good head coach. The one thing about Marcus Freeman is I'm, you know, I'm thoroughly enjoying his, his, um, his reign so far as the head coach of Notre Dame, but we don't tangibly know what it's going to look like in a game. You know, he got like a haphazard – opportunity in a bowl game like this is a real testing and, and barometer for how good of a coach we think he's going to be as a game day coach so interesting to see it but i think notre dame definitely has some some strengths that i think can outweigh a little bit of where ohio state has the, has the um has the edge on them but we'll ultimately see on september 3rd that's a big one it's a massive one get the college football season going irishbreakdown.com his site has a podcast irishbreakdown.com covers Notre Dame on Twitter at Rise and Draft. It's Ryan Roberts tonight. Always good, man. Thanks for hopping on. Absolutely, Nate. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate your time. Ryan Roberts on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City, irishbreakdown.com, Notre Dame beat writer um, live talking Notre Dame. A couple of headlines there. Uh, Jack Swarbrook, AD at Notre Dame, commented uh, today on this Big Ten media rights story. That the Big Ten, you know, it looks like they're going to branch out with three different networks. They're going to have a deal with Fox for the early game. They're going to have a deal with CBS for the midday game. They're going to have a deal with NBC, the Big Ten, for the night game. And so then that begs the question to Jack Swarbrick today, the AD at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's been on NBC, okay? Remember, NBC, that's Notre Dame, right? Day games, some night games in there. How's this going to work? Jack Swarbrick said... That's a great thing. If the Big Ten's going to be on NBC, he goes, if college football's going to be on NBC, that enhances our brand. That was his take. I don't don't know what else we expect him to say, but Jack Swarbrick said, if there's college football and people talking other college football, the Big Ten on NBC, which that's been our longtime partner, that's good for Notre Dame. A lot of people think, where's Notre Dame going to go for their media rights deal with the explosion of money that's happening? The Big Ten's going to potentially get $300 million a year for that nighttime slot of football. And yeah, you throw in some basketball, okay? But it's that nighttime slot of football. $300 million a year from NBC for the Big Ten. Where's Notre Dame going to go? Because their deal with NBC is not even a fraction of that. The deal that they've been in a long time with NBC is not even a fraction of that. So how big of a deal can Notre Dame get from NBC, or do they go streaming? I, I don't know. They, they kind of went NBC, and then they streamed on Peacock one game. I remember that last year. The other thing is, do you buy that Notre Dame can stay consistent, that powerful brand? You guys, Some of you guys love Notre Dame. Some of you hate them. I like Notre Dame, okay? I love the campus. I love going back to games, been to numerous games. What an atmosphere. What an environment. Notre Dame, number one recruiting class in 2023 and has jumped out as the number one in 2024. Can they sustain that? We're talking the heavy hitters, Alabama, okay? 
Texas A&M's in that mix with NIL and stuff. Can Notre Dame sustain number one recruiting classes in college football? That's that's wild. That's wild to me. It's a, it's a major uh, accomplishment, at least on paper. Um, 720-1067 is the Barons-Wilson text line for you. A text coming in on Notre Dame. Nate, Notre Dame with the number one recruiting class goes to show you God has more power and money than all the other schools. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. On their side, on their side. Um, interesting stuff. Notre Dame, number one recruiting class. Media rights deal. Which way do they go there? Do they stay independent in this conference realignment? Do they stay independent through this mess? And then the opener. Football's being played September 3rd. Ohio State, Notre Dame. A lot of people favoring Ohio State. Pretty big. Ryan Roberts from Notre Dame. Irish breakdown. Not quite. Said not quite. Not so fast. I got I to gotta tell you about this Denver Broncos owner. You know, Mr. Walton, Mr. Walton, welcome to Denver. We appreciate the $4.65 billion price tag you paid, a record setter, but he had a little miscue at uh, his press conference yesterday, and I, I don't think it's something to ignore. I do not think it's something to ignore. I'll explain on the way. Hang on. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. There's a brand new smoke shop in town. Smokes for Less. This is their first of five stores in the Black Hills. Come check out their huge selection of accessories, vapes, chameleon glass, and glass pipes. They also carry Delta 8 and Kratom. You also need to check out their selection of dugouts, grinders, torch lighters, wax pipes, and vapes. This store has it all, and they will not be undersold. Smokes for Less. Nobody offers more for less is their name. Located in the old French's Cleaner store on Mount Rushmore Road, Rapid City. Must be of age to purchase. The cars, trucks, and SUVs you're looking for are at Denny Menhall Rushmore Honda. Shop imports and domestics, many local one-owner trade-ins, plus the area's best selection of pre-owned Hondas and Honda certified pre-owned. With qualified credit, buy with no money down, and get financing available as low as 1.99% APR. Great prices and low finance rates make now the best time to buy. See Denny Menhall Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Finance rate available and select Honda certified pre-owned. Length of contract is limited. Did you know Highmark Credit Union was started as Rapid City Teachers Federal Credit Union over 80 years ago in what was known as Rapid City High School? We're proud of our legacy in education and affordable solutions for our community. Today, Highmark provides a full range of consumer products and commercial lending services to thousands of area members in Western South Dakota. Consider joining Highmark. Visit HighmarkFCU.com. Highmark Credit Union. We'll make it happen. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season, Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well-fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm, built for real life. Ah, the dog days of summer are here. But the howling winds of winter will be blowing in soon. 
So act fast, renewal by Anderson's dog days of summer sale is on, and it's simply incredible. You can get the best replacement windows anywhere now with no payments for two whole years. You heard me, two years. Renewal by Anderson's awesome Fibrex windows are the best in the industry. Increase the value of your home. Save money on your energy bills every single day. Make life at home for your family so much more quiet and secure. Grab the dog days of summer sale deal from Renewal by Anderson. Listen to this, 20% off every window and door. No money down, no interest, no payments for two whole years. This is the only time of the year when Renewal by Anderson offers 24 months, same as cash, two years. It's awesome. Stay out of the doghouse. Visit rbarapidcity.com now. Call today to schedule your free in-home consultation. Don't wait. This deal ends August 31st. Two years, no payments. Now that's nothing to growl about. rbarapidcity.com. Hey, Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 106.7 FM and 11.50 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, live on Fox Sports Rapid City. We're live weekdays 4 to 6. If you can't catch us live on your drive home or you're just chilling in this 98-degree weather, <laughs> literally, remember the podcast that goes up tonight, the Nate Brown Show podcast, readily available where you download your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, the whole thing, the Nate Brown Show podcast, available for you when you can listen. Thanks for checking in. We don't like repeating guests or recording stuff and playing it back and taking it easy. We want new content out of the gate. So if you miss anybody, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. They'll be there. Coming up, Ryan O'Halloran live from Denver. An update from Broncos training camp and the new owner taking over officially yesterday with a little bit of a mishap. I, I'm going to get to this. i got to get to this. I have an opinion on it. Uh, we'll talk Broncos, Mr. Walton, taking over. Let's talk a different Broncos. I'm going to talk a different Broncos today. You know, we're covering Wyoming football, and we're going to get plugged in on the Mountain West right now. It covers Boise State. They're favored to win the Mountain West. Idaho Statesman, Boise State Broncos beat writer Ron Counts joins us. Follow Ron on Twitter. You can follow him there. Stay plugged in. Ron underscore Bronco beat. Let's talk Mountain West and more. Ron, thanks for hopping on. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate your time. I know you're busy right now. Camp underway, practice, the whole thing. Um, I say this. Boise State favored in the Mountain West. I mean, we look at it. It seems like it happens every year. Is Boise State that much better than teams in the Mountain West? Uh, you know, historically, yes. Year to year, you know, it really varies. Uh, this year, I, I, I'll say this. It, it, hel- it helps to have a four-year starter at quarterback. It helps even more to have a five-year starter at left tackle. It helps to have a surefire NFL draft pick and, at safety in J.L. Skinner. All those things combined with a pretty soft schedule. I'd be surprised if Boise State goes any worse than 9-3 and three this year. But I think 10-2 and two and a Mountain West title is a, is a reality, is a real possibility. Okay, I, I ask this because I say, okay, with all this conference realignment, Ron, you know, Boise State's always one of the first ones to be thrown out by national media as, mm-hmm. well, Boise State might go to the Big 12. Well, maybe they could slip into the Pac-12. What's left of that? Is that realistic? Is Boise State going to outgrow the Mountain West? 
and if, if that decision was made based purely on football success, it'd be a no-brainer. But we'll just say it would be there already. But, if, but that doesn't make the decision. Dollars makes that, that is, is, is what decides that. And Boise State is in a very small TV market. They're in the 101st TV market in the country. That's hard to overcome. You know, Boise State is not a cash cow. You know, they, they generate between 54 and $58 million a year as an athletic department, which is nothing compared to the, you know, Alabamas and even Washington and Oregon's of the world. So, you know, it, it, it's, not a, it's not, you know, something that's never going to happen by any means. You know, it certainly could happen, but are they guaranteed? No. And, and I'm not even sure they'd be the first option for the Pac-12. You know, San Diego State, Fresno State, UNLV, even Colorado State make more sense from, from, a, from a financial perspective. Mm, interesting. Ron counts on uh, talking Boise State, covers the Broncos, beat writer, IdahoStatesman.com, uh, coverage of Boise State football. So I see this campaign going. I wanted to get your perspective on this because when it comes to money, I see Boise State just launch this facilities upgrade, and that's the name of the game. But, I mean, now we got NIL. we got to get money for that. And now and now Boise State trying to go over $300 million in uh, facilities. How's this going to come together? It's an ambitious goal for sure. But, you know, Athletic Director Jeremiah Dickey, this is what he hangs his hat on. He's a fundraiser. He did it at Houston. You know, he helped revamp those facilities. And you see where they are now. They're in the Big 12. He held it at Baylor, where they just have endlessly deep pockets. So this is what he does. And, you know, he's already seen success. In the last calendar year, Boise State has had four donations of, of more than a million dollars. They've had, uh, they've had over $2 million given now towards their renovations just to the basketball facilities. So, so that's huge. Now, I mean, look, this whole, you know, uh, playbook for success vision is huge. It's very ambitious. So they want to build a soccer stadium on campus. They want to build a 5,000-seat a arena for the gym team. Beach volleyball courts, all this stuff, you know, is it all going to happen? Probably not. But if Jeremiah Dickey and his staff accomplishes 10% of that, if they can uh, upgrade the, the Albertson football stadium and the extra mile basketball arena alone, that's huge. That will make him one of the top two or three most successful 80s in Boise State history, and it will be huge for the program. Covers the Mountain West and Boise State. Ron counts on IdahoStatesman.com on the Nate Brown Show. Find him on Twitter. Here it is, Ron underscore Bronco Beat. Um, I'll ask you about this scenario when it comes to Boise State football. I, I look at it and say, well, they should be favored in the Mountain West. They should be good in the Mountain West. And I ask you about, will this, will the Boise State program, if there's an expansion of the college football playoff down the road, do you see Boise State getting a seat at that table, playing at that high level? I'm talking, Ron, if we go to 12 teams. Is Boise State in that mix? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if that's what Boise, that's what teams in the group of five have to be hoping for, because in that new 12-team format, it is the, is the six, six conference champions are guaranteed spots, and then it's the next six highest-ranked teams. So the Mountain West champion and the AAC champion are going to get guaranteed spots in that tournament. So, I mean, they've got to hope for that. They're praying for that to happen. Would you would you want the Mountain West to expand, Ron? I talked about Boise State moving out of there. What if people say at Boise about, hey, what if the Mountain West were to go and get a team if the Pac-12 falls apart? What, what if the Mountain West goes to get some of these other programs? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I think I – think 
There are pros and cons to that for sure. You know, it has to make financial sense. I mean, you can't just add teams for the sake of adding teams because that's making the, the slice of everyone else's piece of the pie smaller. So that's not really making anybody money. Now, if you can you add a Washington State or Oregon State, uh, maybe you can even look at the Montana schools or, or a Weber State. You know, do those schools help potentially some here and there? I think the Mountain West feels very comfortable with twelve teams. I don't think they really want it. You know, uh, they don't want to add to that. They're, they like where they're at. You know, Craig Thompson regularly says that he feels like they're they're in position to be one of the top group of five conferences every season, and they don't think they, they need to change that. Okay, I'll ask you about the story you wrote a couple of weeks ago on the transfer portal, and uh, some of the coaches saying, well, "I don't know if this is great." You know, this transfer portal and. The NCAA was even looking at doing uh, unlimited transfers, Ron, and now they've kind of pushed that back off the table a little bit. But the transfer portal, has Boise State benefited or been hurt? Uh, you know, a little bit of both, I'll say. Uh, they haven't been hurt too bad. I mean, the, the, the biggest loss in the transfer they've had is Andrew Van Buren, who's their short yardage running back. Uh, you know, big kid, 240 pounds, but, not, but by no means a, a game changer. Um, so they really haven't been hurt by it. Have they been helped in, in, in a major way? We'll find out this year. I mean, Caleb Biggers is a cornerback that transferred in from, Boise, from Bowling Green. He's probably going to start. Uh, Cortez Hogan came in from the JUCO ranks at defensive end. He's probably going to start. Um, George Tarlis, an, uh, an edge rusher from Weber State, he's probably going to start. So, so they could be benefited this year. Uh, the, the transfer portal is a crazy subject because it's just like the wild, wild west right now. Yeah. Every coach that I talked to at Mountain West meetings agreed that there needs to be more regulation, and they were all in favor of these transfer windows. The NCAA is looking at two windows, a 45-day window, uh, I believe it was at, at the end of the season, and then another 15-day window in the spring. And that's the only time players can enter the transfer portal. And it makes so much sense. You know, Look at free agency in the NFL. They have free agency windows for exactly that reason. You know, Imagine how hard it is to, to build a roster when half of your starting linebackers are gone by the time the season starts. Like, it, it, it's just impossible. And you know, Danny Gonzalez, the head coach in New Mexico, brought up a great point. You know, he said that with all these unlimited transfers, we're just teaching kids they don't have to work for anything. They don't have to stay and earn their spot anymore. They can just pick up and move. And what's going to happen when they go out in the real world and something doesn't happen that they don't like in a job? You can't just pick up and move. You've got to fight through it. So, you know, we've got to ask ourselves, what are we teaching these kids? Yeah, that was an interesting story. IdahoStatesman.com, Broncos beat writer. He covers Boise State in the Mountain West. Ron counts on for the first time of the Nate Brown Show, Ron. And i got to tell you, the producer of the Nate Brown Show, Matt Kearney, he is the number one. Boise State fan in South Dakota, I will tell you. All right. All okay, right. So you got one. Hear it. <laughs> you got one. Ron, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Take care. All right. Appreciate the time. Ron counts on IdahoStatesman.com. Boise State Broncos beat writer. Ron underscore Bronco beat. We'll try and talk to him again as the Mountain West season gets underway. Uh, you're home for Wyoming football. Fox Sports Rapid City. I think we're going to have to make that trip to Laramie. I was talking to Matt. We said, hey, we got to go to Laramie. Boise State's visits Laramie late November. Should be a beautiful day in Laramie. Probably about 15 degrees and the wind blowing 40 miles an hour. It's just a beaut. I've been there many, many times. We'll see if we can make that trip. Broncos paying the Cowboys a visit uh, late in the season. Uh, appreciate Ron coming on. Ron Counts, Idaho Statesman, on this Wednesday. Okay, that's Boise State Broncos. Interesting because they're in this spot of great program. Do they join a bigger conference can they do that? Ron kind of said, do we have enough money? Do we generate enough money? Do we have a big enough TV market? 
He said maybe some other teams might get out of there before them, a San Diego State, even a Colorado State. I, I, yeah, He threw in a UNLV. I think that's geographic and the whole thing with, with the Pac-12. But we shall see nobody on the move as of right now. I would love to see when it all changes, if there is this change, I would love to see the Mountain West grow to North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Montana, Montana State. I would love to see that footprint. Mountain West teams expanding to some of these higher-end FCS programs. I would love it just from a college football side, college football fan that I am. I would love to see that. All right. We've got to discuss this. I'm sure Ryan O'Halloran's going to say, this isn't a big deal. It's not a big deal, Nate. The Broncos owner, Mr. Walton, took over yesterday, had his opening press conference, didn't know how to pronounce the commissioner of the NFL. No, I'm not <laughs> I'm not kidding. Ryan O'Halloran's live at Denver Broncos training camp with the Denver Post, and he's live next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's five-step lawn pro service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342 at Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA. If you're in the market for a vehicle right now, you probably have noticed it's sometimes hard to find the right one. That's where Summit Automotive Group steps in. Stacy and Matt and their staff working hard to get a great selection of pre-owned vehicles at affordable prices. At Summit Automotive, they have a different outlook on selling you a vehicle. You'll experience stress-free shopping, friendly, honest service with no high-pressure sales gimmicks. Before you buy, drop by East Highway 44, SummitAutoGRP.com. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Oh, we're back on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. You know we got to check in in Denver, right? At least once a week, right? Oh, I should do it more than that. Oh, I know, I know. we got to do it at least once a week. Broncos getting set. I don't like some of the stuff that's happened. Tim Patrick goes down. I think just a great, great asset for the Broncos. That, that could be a big hurt, but I want to talk to Ryan O'Halloran about that. He'll give me his breakdown. Let's do it on Fox Sports Rapid City Broncos training camp update. Broncos beat writer for the Denver Post. Best coverage there, denverpost.com. Denverpost.com. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan O'Halloran. Ryan, thanks for stopping in. How are you? 
I'm good, Nate. Good to join you again. Okay, I have to ask you this, and this is a serious question. Serious. What if I were to introduce you today, Ryan? You're a famous Denver Post writer. You've been on this show. Everybody knows you. And I just said, okay, I'm going to go to Ryan O'Holloran. Ryan O'Holloran. What would you say? Uh... I appreciate, appreciate you having me on. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, you, you just light me up. You might hang up on me. Yeah. So is this about, this, uh, is this about Guttle? Yes, this, yes, Guttle? yes. So yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Well, Walton yesterday said, um, uh, if the audience doesn't know, Roger Goodell, and, and he called him twice, Roger Goodell. Goodell. Yeah, and I was like five feet away from Rob Walton. I was about five and a half feet from Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, our joke afterwards was, if you're writing a check to my league for six point whatever billion, call me whatever the hell you want. <laughs> okay, all right. So you were in there. You were in that mix. I was going to say because you were at the owners' meetings and the whole thing. Well, I will say this. I know a lot of people just say, "Oh, this is crazy. This is bad. This is terrible." I'm not going to say it's terrible. Um, what should fans think in, in seriousness about that? Oh, they shouldn't care. Uh, it's all about the product on the field. Uh, yeah, to me, I didn't even mention that on Twitter. I didn't mention that in my stories. That was for some of the keyboard jockeys who weren't even there. Um, plus, it's tough to write about, like, the actual mispronunciation <laughs> or whatever. But, uh, hey, uh, didn't matter to me. Okay, so what what do we think about uh, Rob Walton? He takes over $4.65 billion. Um, I look at this and I say, what do we think about him as a as a football owner? Do we know yet? No, we probably won't for a while until you know he makes decisions along with the other owners. Uh, you know what's their what's the front office going to look like on the business side? You know the football side. They said today, you know they love football, but they don't. They're not going to be drafting players. You know, George Payton, the general manager, is going to report to CEO, Greg Penner, the son-in-law. Uh, you know, Penner was announced as CEO today. He said he's going to hire a team president. <laughs> Payton Manning, maybe, but I doubt <laughs> it. Uh, uh, we could get into that a little later. But, um, you know, to me, this was a structured, structured affair today. There were five opening, five opening statements, the photo op, and then only Greg Penner took questions. I had a problem with that because there's a lot of stories to tell from these individuals. But uh, he, he can't fight City Hall on that one. Okay, so what do you mean by that? You, you talk, The CEO took questions. What else do we want to know? Yeah, and one of the things I want to know is, okay, how did Melody Hobson know the, the Walton Penner group? Okay, what percentage equity stake are the limited partners Hamilton, Rice, and Hobson have? Are they voting shares? We established there's not going to be a board of directors, but who besides Penner is going to be in the day-to-day office and running the team because somebody's got to do it. So, and then mostly, you know, celebrate celebrate the achievement of Melody Hobson and Condoleezza Rice, the first two black women to own a stake in an NFL team. I thought that I thought that league was buried today, and that was unfortunate. Yeah, interesting. Ryan O'Halloran talking Broncos ownership group just got going, signed off on the deal from the owners yesterday. DenverPost.com. One more on this, and we we'll get to the football side. Is is Rob Walton going to be um, the type of owner, majority owner, that is hands-off? Um, my, my, my lean is initially yes, because it feels like the one, if you, had to, if you had to have one takeaway from this group over the last, you know, 30 hours, 
is they know what they don't know. And that's how you have a chance to succeed. They said, hey, we're new to the sports stuff, but we're going to hire the people to do their jobs. We're going to make them accountable, which is what they should. But um, I do think, you know, Rob Wall, I don't, I don't think he's going to be an absentee owner, but he will definitely be under the radar. And I'm guessing we won't hear publicly from him for a long time. Okay, interesting. Ryan O'Halloran on tonight. Let's go to the football side. I said it. Uh, the Tim Patrick injury, if people have been on a rock, he goes down. It's done for the year. Um, how big of a hit is that? It's a big hit because he was our number two guy behind Cortland Sutton. Probably would have had more touchdowns because, you know, Tim's strength is red zone. Tim's second strength is he's got great hands. Russell Wilson had discovered that. He's not going to drop any passes. That's who you throw it to. But they got to replace that red zone production. Uh, you know, eight, of 11 is, eight of his 11 touchdowns the previous two years were in the red zone. I looked at the tight ends, Albert O and Greg Dulcich, I think will fill that void. Uh, it's never been a real thing for Cortland to go up and you know uh, win that win that kind of uh, play, but it is a big loss because right now you have Tim Patrick out for the year. KJ Hamler has been shut down for two days. That sure as heck sounds like a setback to me. And okay, that leaves you Sutton and uh, Sutton and Jerry Judy. Okay, how would you rate uh, Sutton and Jerry Judy over the last uh, couple of weeks? I mean, I thought the thing about Cortland is he's going to benefit greatly by being covered by Pat Sertan every day. He was covered by Ronald Darby on Monday and beat him a couple times. Darby got hurt on the last play. So did Sutton when they sort of landed together onto the turf. So, you know, Judy, when everybody, when Patrick was healthy, what you saw Jerry doing is catching a lot of short slants. You know, get him, you know, get him moving north as soon as he catches the ball. Jerry Judy has no excuses right now. He is going to get touches because there's nobody else to throw to. It's up to him to show he is on the right track and can be a productive uh, player like he was expected to be when he was drafted in the first round. That's a big X factor for me, Ryan. As a Broncos fan watching, everybody thinks Judy, okay, this is the year. This could be a breakout year. I mean, he's a, he's a high draft pick. I mean, Jerry Judy, shouldn't he be a number one where he was taken? Yeah, and, and, you know, in theory, and it, I would say he's off to a disappointing start. I thought last camp last year he was great. First game against the Giants, he had a, a, made a couple plays, then gets the high ankle that derailed the season. But, you know, as you said, first-round pick, it's time to merge. You know, Russell Wilson is his quarterback. Russell Wilson made Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf, a lot of money on second contracts. Judy, I think, recognizes that and is, gonna, is ready to take advantage. Okay, a couple more. I'll let him run. Ryan O'Halloran from Broncos Training Camp, DenverPost.com for the coverage. There's all this debate out there. At least I see it in Twitter world. It's a scary world. But um, people, Russell Wilson doesn't look very good. Well, Russell Wilson looks fine. What's the right answer? Yeah, yeah the media mafia is you know, jumping to some conclusions here. But I will say this. He is not as accurate as I thought he'd be on short stuff. Uh, you know, to the running backs in the flat, some of the bubble stuff where you you know, snap it, throw it. So I'm sure they're going to be working on that. You know, that some of the deep stuff has been underthrown. That has allowed certain to break up some passes. But I am not going to pass any kind of judgment on Russell Wilson until you know week two or three of the season. That's as that's that's long as I'm going to wait, mate. Okay. All right. All right. We'll wait for that. Um, biggest question mark for you right now when you go through and you're watching practice, position groups, maybe one or two? 
Um, on offense, you know, your receiver depth is getting depleted. Um, and now your running back depth is depleted. Melvin Gordon mispracticed today with a foot injury. You, you, you shouldn't play Javante Williams on Saturday night against Dallas. You're just going to go with a couple guys who just got here. On defense, until Randy Gregory's on the field, outside linebacker is going to be a question mark. Even though I think Baron Brandon's having a good camp, I think uh, Malik Reed will do his thing. Bradley Chubb is possessed to have a great year. So, uh, and then Nick Medino as well. So they got depth at outside linebacker, but they gave uh, Randy Gregory a lot of money to be that bookend pass rusher with Chubb. And you know, I think at the earliest we see him as week one. Wow. Ryan O'Halloran on the Broncos, DenverPost.com. Ryan O'Halloran on Twitter. Um, Ryan, always appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Okay, Nate. Take care. Appreciate your time. Ryan O'Halloran in tonight, DenverPost.com. Broncos beat writer live from training camp on the Nate Brown Show. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So I'll ask you. I'll ask the question of the day. Let's throw it out. Let's throw it out. I want to know what people think of this. Let's pull this up here. So Rob Walton, new majority owner there, Walmart Air, very rich, richest owner in the NFL by far, <laughs> second richest owner in sports, okay? Steve Ballmer's the richest, uh, the Clippers guy, okay? So what type of um, owner do you want? This is a real question. So Rob Walton comes in, not a sports owner guy, okay? They, they do this together. He's got partners in the thing and the whole thing. But Rob Walton's got the, that's the big name, the Walmart money. He gets ready to, you know, give his opening statement at the press conference, and he said, I'd like to thank Roger Goodell, um, Commissioner Goodell. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just looked at it and I go, I don't know which world I live in. I live in the sports world. I, I get it. But is there anybody that doesn't know who Roger Goodell is? I mean, I, I don't I don't know on that. It was I don't it was wasn't just a little mishap. It wasn't just once like oh, I got choked up Goodell. <clears throat> Goodell. I I went and watched it a few times because I want to make sure, okay, let's not let's not overdo this. I'd like to thank Roger Goodell, Commissioner Goodell. What should we think of that? Ryan O'Halloran says as as fans, not much. He's just gonna be the owner. He's got football guys on the whole thing. I think that's pretty accurate. I think that's pretty accurate. I really do. I mean, I, I, I say this. I say, do I want Daniel Snyder in the middle of every single thing? As a matter of fact, do I want Jerry Jones? You know, if you love Jerry or not. But do I want Jerry Jones in the middle of, of everything? I, I don't want those guys. So I want George Payton and the football guys to handle the football stuff. But uh, I was surprised, you know, Goodall. I was surprised Goodall. It's not like Roger Goodell is the most famous guy in America. I get it, but I, I think um, you, you, would, you would know his name. But nonetheless, thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, thanks for taking my call. What do you think? I think you're beating a dead horse. Come on, talk about low-hanging fruit. Really? I uh, yes. It's just like you know all the positive that came. You know, with Terry Walton Penner talking and Greg Penner talking, and yes, Rob Walton screwed the name up, and who really cares? <laughs> well, I'm okay but, with it. You know, I like talk, I like the talk, new owners. I like the new owners, but I'm surprised talk, by I mean, that. They're talking about they're talking about you know the product on the field, and they want to keep the legacy of Pat Bowen and. 
I just think I just think I'll just say this. I'm just going to stay positive and be very very excited about the future until I have reason not to be. Okay, and I'm going to be because. I'm going to be positive Go with you. I'm going to be positive <laughs> with you, but I know Rob Walton is going to call him Roger Goodell next time. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I, I don't think he's going to have a press conference for a long, long time. Right? No, that's, well, that's probably right. That's probably right. And I'm okay with <laughs> anyway, that, by the way. All right. I think the future's bright. All right, buddy. I appreciate that. I hope so. You he's bet. got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. I'll tell you that. I do care. Do we care about that? I mean, he's he's got a lot of money. A lot of money, and, and here's what you need to do, in all seriousness. you got to have guys that do the job. you just got to have guys that do the job. Um, great bosses have great guys running the show, right? There's visionaries, there's strategy guys, there, there's the whole thing. So, obviously, from the business side and the whole thing, Walmart Air, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff going, okay? I, I get So, as long as we've got good operations, CEO, his, uh, the son-in-law's the CEO, Okay, son-in-law's the CEO. As long as we got good football going on, we're not afraid to spend and, and that whole thing, I'm, I'm in on it. I'm in on it. He's not Pat Bowling yet. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But uh, it's better than what we've had, which hasn't been much, right, because of the trust and, and the whole situation. Thanks for calling your life today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Doing good. Well, as a long-suffering Vikings fan, you're worried about the guy pronouncing the owner's name? <laughs> no, no, the commissioner's name. The commissioner, let's get it right. Well, I mean, the commissioner. Right. I mean, the commissioner. All right. If that's, if that's the biggest problem you're concerned about, then we're okay. Consider, we're okay? Uh, consider, yeah, consider the, the Vikings problem. <laughs> All right. I wish I wish that was our biggest problem. All right. Our, well, our you got, can't pronounce the commissioner's got, name. Well, you got Kirk Cousins. You got Kirk Cousins. All right. <laughs> Right. I think the I think the Broncos are going to be fine. Thanks, as long buddy. as he's got the all you need to run out is is he got the money to sign the check? Yeah, for yeah, I so think we're okay there. Let, let your general manager do that. That's his job is to keep the the team on the field and get the best players he can. The owner. I'm, I'm with a, you on he's that. The gravy train. I'm with you on that. I'm just surprised. I mean, I, you know, we don't know who Roger Goodell is. That's something. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate okay. it. Um, I, you know, I just I'm just surprised. That's all. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see. I've got this listener text coming in. When you're spending that kind of money, you think you would have heard that name a time or two in the NFL. <laughs> Doesn't make him a bad owner. Just makes him look a little ridiculous. All right. All right. That's good. That's good. That's good. This is the Nate Braun Show. Thank you for listening. I got an easy name. It's easy. It's not Goodell. Goodell. Brown, brown, the color. I actually had somebody, a little side note, is, you know, I was telling them my name. They said, hey, um, what's your name? Nate Brown, okay? How do you spell that? Huh? <laughs> she goes, like the color? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're off and running. It'll drive at five. I got this question for you. I got this question. South Dakota high school sports, are they for high schoolers? Or can seventh graders play? South Dakota high school sports. Are they for high schoolers or can seventh graders play? It's a question of the day. We'll discuss it. And a story that just came out in college football you don't want to miss. This one's good. A powerhouse program is having trouble with their donors. We'll tell you next. 
This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 1067 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Introducing First Gold Gaming Resort's new mobile app. Now you can experience everything First Gold has to offer right in the palm of your hand, including special deals on lodging, gaming, and dining. Book a room in our Travel Lodge by Wyndham or check out First Gold's newest promotions. Download the First Gold mobile app today on Google Play or the App Store and get $20 in promo play. Free to download with unmatched benefits. The new mobile app from First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Physical therapy, athletic training, and sports science all at one place. Physio in Rapid City. Dr. Dan Jensen and his team at Physio are ready to help you perform at your best. From the youth athlete to the active adult, trust the team at Physio. Physio offers the skilled, personalized approach to physical therapy and athletic training. Building the best athletes in the Black Hills as the official strength and conditioning provider for Stevens Central and the Rapid City Rush. Learn more at bhphysio.com. From the minute you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, Black Hills Energy is here to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day-to-day is our everyday. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy, ready. Whiter wheat, classic or old-fashioned, with or without sesame seeds. With so many choices, selecting the right bun for perfectly grilled burgers, hot dogs, and brats can seem overwhelming. Baked right here in the Midwest, the Bakers and Village Hearth made your choice easy. As long as you see the familiar Village Hearth logo on the package, you know you're selecting the freshest, most flavorful buns available. Village Hearth Buns, baking our best for you. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate? fun Wednesday. I am. I am. I'm having a good time. Thanks for being here. The Nate Brown Show Live Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Also bring us up, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Live stream there all the time for you on your phone, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. You can listen to the show outside of the area anytime right there. Bring us up on Twitter. Watch us at Nate Brown Show on Twitter. If you have a Twitter account, anybody can go to YouTube and watch the show there. The Nate Brown Show, the YouTube channel, The Nate Brown Show, and watch us live. The Drive at 5, it's here. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. SummitAutoGRP.com. Place to start. Take a look at the inventory. They update it. It's Stacy and Matt. They put in the work to get you the right vehicles. And then you get the best experience. That's the Summit difference. Car buying built around you. Find out the Summit difference. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there before you buy. 
All right, Scott Pianowski's coming up. Scott hasn't been on for a while. Yahoo Sports, National Major League Baseball writer. Field of dreams tonight. My Cubs and Reds, what a game. What a game in the middle of Iowa. I love the setting, though, the cornfield. I love it. They're not going to have the Field of Dreams game next year, it doesn't look like. Did you hear this? We'll get into it. Scott Pianowski coming up. Yahoo Sports Major League Baseball. Cubs, Reds in Iowa tonight. Um, also a high school football preview statewide. We've got Jason Andera on tap. South Dakota high school sports analyst, Midco Sports from Sioux Falls. We'll get into a high school football preview. Speaking of high school sports, um, let's ask this question. So I'm hearing more and more that uh, there's seventh graders and eighth graders um, going out for high school sports here in South Dakota. Now, now here's the situation in this state, if, if you don't know it. You can play high school sports as a seventh grader and eighth grader. Okay, We've seen some really, really good athletes like Matthew Morse, Yankton. You remember this kid, right? Just, just a couple of years ago, and he went to Wisconsin. Now he's transferring to South Dakota State. So Matthew Morse, basketball, Yankton, played as a seventh grader. He played as a seventh grader. Well, he was an unbelievable athlete. Turned out, I mean, he was All-State, state champion as a freshman, the whole thing. Okay, so we've seen those unbelievable athletes, and, and some of these players, girls and boys, can play at that level at an early age. So that's it must be why South Dakota says, hey, we can, you know, schools in South Dakota have their choice. They can have players in seventh grade and eighth grade um, play high school sports. I just asked the question of the day today. Um, what do you think of seventh graders playing high school sports? Whether it's track, soccer, are we seeing it in basketball? I think you're rarely going to see that in football. You're rarely going to uh, see that in football. But I've, I've heard about it. As a matter of fact, I know a kid. I know a kid. He's, he's out of school now, but played uh, as a seventh grader. Played actually varsity football as a seventh grader. A uh, physical specimen. Uh, but nonetheless, I ask this question. Are you good with seventh graders playing high school sports in South Dakota? The rule is they can. What do you think of that? As a matter of fact, I, I ask, who should make that decision? Right now, the school boards, you know, uh, the Activities Association, it's all, they've made the decision seventh graders can play. Seventh, eighth graders can play high school sports. Who should make that decision? Somebody texted in and said, well, it's up to the coach and the parent. That's it. The coach and the parent, that's it. And then people were arguing about that as we were kind of shooting it around on Twitter today. No, no, the coach and the parent can't make the decision. There's got to be a set rule and... I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's the right thing to do is what this person said um, in South Dakota here, a former coach. What's the uh, poll result? 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line if you want to vote. Send me your vote there. But the poll result on Twitter is this. Let me uh, make sure an update. It's pretty, pretty heavy-weighted. Heavy-weighted here. Um, are you good with seventh graders playing high school sports in South Dakota? What do you think? And then you get into the politics of it because then you have – Oh, the potential of a 7th grader or 8th grader coming up and playing, or a few of them, and then they take the place of a sophomore or, oh, I don't know, even a junior. Does it happen? Maybe, if you're really, really good. Did Matthew Morse take the place of a junior <laughs> That's been, that was playing in Yankton? I don't know. Just an example. So 79% of you say, 
yes, allow the seventh graders to do it. 79% say have at it as a seventh grader in uh, high school sports. 21% say no. There's a physical mismatch and, and lack of maturity. Physical mismatch, lack of maturity. 21% is all saying no. Shouldn't do the seventh graders. Uh, listener text coming in. Let's see. Um, generally speaking, I'm against it. I've been following high school sports since the late 60s and have seen so many abuses of this. Players ruined. Coaches' kids are often uh, majors' abuses of this, getting up and playing on the team. Hmm, hmm. Listener text. It's one of those things where it's available to all schools, but not all will use it. For some of the smaller schools, it may be a necessity to keep their program going. For others, a rare seventh grader who has good maturity can compete. It gives the opportunity. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. And it's a uh, listener text. It's a case-by-case basis, sport-by-sport basis. I wouldn't put a seventh grader on a football field, but I have seen it in wrestling, gymnastics, cross-country. All right. All right. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff there. Um, all right, listener text. Seventh graders are going to get hurt big time playing against athletes four or five years older. Junior seniors, much bigger than most seventh grade athletes. Um, all right, good stuff on this. But 79% saying stick with it as it is. South Dakota high school rules is you can play as the seventh grader. 79% say have at it. 21% uh, on the audience today said no. Physical mismatch, lack of maturity. Um, quick hitter on this. I'll get to Scott Pianowski talking Field of Dreams and Major League Baseball a little bit coming up. My earlier question of the day, would Babe Ruth be able to play in today's Major League Baseball? If you missed the first hour, I'm going to revisit that. I think that's – we've had a lot of fun. We had a lot of debate in the first hour of the show today. My first question of the day, and the reason I ask is Shohei Otani – Became the second major league player ever last night to have a 10-win pitching season, 10 wins on the mound, and over 10 homers. The two-way player. You don't see it. I don't think you're ever going to see it. I don't think. Okay, in my lifetime anyway. So Babe Ruth did it. Shohei Otani of the Angels did it last night. 10-win season on the mound, over 10 homers at the plate. First time since Babe Ruth 100 years ago. And so I asked the question, would Babe Ruth be able to play and succeed in today's Major League Baseball. I'm talking Babe Ruth back in the day in 2022. I said Shohei Otani is so talented. So talented. I, I think it's unbelievable, and I think it's a massive accomplishment in today's Major League Baseball. I'll get to Scott Pianowski on the way. Hang on. First, this story, really quickly. So I've talked about college um, name, image, and likeness, right? So we've, we've talked about it a lot, and, and universities are now tasked with working with donors and kind of working together because you don't want the donors to go off and do their own thing. So coaches are like, okay, I'm recruiting players, but we have name, image, and likeness, so now there's got to be, it seems like there's money involved. There shouldn't be, but there is. And look at what's happened today. Look at what's happened today. Story in the LA Times, USC, powerhouse program, powerhouse program. They brought in some transfers, right? Nobody's talked much about name, image, and likeness and how it's involved. Here it is. Here it is. The headline. USC football versus its own donors. And here's what the fight is about. USC partnered with an outside company already. They endorsed an outside company to be what? Their name, image, and likeness partner. 
here it is. We signed. Uh, here it is. This company is our partner, and we're all getting together, right? We're all getting along. They're going to handle the name, image, and likeness. We're going to keep USC football, and, and we're all going to work together. Guess what? Two months later, there's a very different group started by deep-pocketed USC donors. This isn't the media company that USC signed with. This is just donors on the other side of things saying, hey, we're going to do our own thing, and we're going to start a third-party name, image, and likeness collective. We're going to put money into this puppy. We're going to get nonprofit status, and we're going to have all sorts of money that we're going to throw to the USC players. Well, guess what? USC doesn't, they don't want it. USC sitting here going, no, we, we can't have our donors starting their own thing and doing their own thing. Well, these are big money donors, big money supporters. What place are you going to be in there? This isn't the first time it's going to happen. This isn't the last time it's going to happen. This is the latest one. USC signs a deal to have a name, image, and likeness partner. You guys handle it, okay? And now they can't stop the Wild West. Big money donors saying, well, we're going to start our own thing. And they've started it. It's called Student Body Right. A third-party collective started by big money USC donors. Now that's going to be, okay, how does our football program work with these guys to not mess anything up? What a world. What a world. Lifelong USC fans. They love USC. And I'm sure these, these guys will, you know, they'll end up getting along, but so far, not so good. USC's like, we, we got to be in control of some of this stuff. The donors are putting the money in. They have the control. It's quite something. It is quite something. Intriguing to me. Um, USC football against its own donors and fans. Details to be determined. Coming right back with Scott Pianowski, Yahoo Sports Major League Baseball writer on the way. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Hello, this is Robbie at Bargain Barn Tire Pros. At Bargain Barn Tire Pros, we are what we like to call your one-stop vehicle shop. Some of you don't realize that we're more than just a tire shop. We are a full-service center. We do brakes, shocks, alignments, and we also do exhaust. So if your vehicle is loud or making a squeak, call the pros at Tire Pros. 1610 Campbell Street, 1811 Deadwood Avenue, or look us up on the web at BargainBarnTire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A heat advisory begins at noon tomorrow and continues until 7 p.m. tomorrow evening. Lows level off around 69 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Winds out of the southeast 5 to 10 miles per hour. 101 tomorrow, mainly sunny skies. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night. Lows level off around 71. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 96. Sturgis Rally got you fired up? Me to unwind? Stop by the newest smoke shop in Rapid City, Smokes for Less, located in the old French's Cleaners building on Mount Rushmore Road. With a huge selection of tobacco, pipes, glass, dugouts, Delta 8, Kratom, and vapor products, they got you covered. Offering the lowest prices, they won't be undersold. Get three vapes for $30 with 400 different selections, only at Smokes for Less. Located in the old French's Cleaners building on Mount Rushmore Road, Smokes for Less, where nobody offers more for less. Must be of age to purchase. 
So at Black Hills Health and Wellness Center, we have four chiropractors in the clinic, and our big focus is working on the musculoskeletal health of patients. Being in business in 39 years and having done business with every single bank in the area, in the community, in the last two years, we have definitely realized how much we have been missing out with the extra go-the-distance service that Pioneer Bank and Trust is willing to provide you. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Drive at Five, brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. The Nate Brown Show is live, Fox Sports Rapid City, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Scott Fianowski is on tonight. Field of Dreams game coming up. YahooSports.com, Major League Baseball. Scott Pianowski on. Find him on Twitter, at Scott underscore Pianowski. Follow him. Scott, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing great, Nate. How are you? Doing good, man. So I'll start with Field of Dreams. I thought it was a great idea for Major League Baseball. I said it last year. I said just a little spark here. I know it's not a massive deal, but it's fun. We're in South Dakota. The game's over in Iowa. I thought it was a great idea. Now we get Cubs-Reds tonight. Not not a great matchup. What's your overall take on Field of Dreams? Yeah, I mean, baseball's a game about nostalgia. It's a game about history. It's a game about, you know, fathers and sons. I, I, I think it's a great idea. It helped that last year the game was very exciting. Came down to a walk-off homer. I don't know we'll have that, but I'd love to see it be a standard. I, I know that the future of the game isn't necessarily clear right now, but I love it. Okay, I'll ask you about that. They say next year it may not happen because Iowa's, like, going to put in, like, youth baseball, youth softball, they're, they're going to put in, like, youth fields around this Field of Dreams thing. Do you think Major League Baseball wants this to continue? God, I hope so. I mean, baseball makes so many weird decisions sometimes. It's hard to know, you know, um, who's in charge of things or if they see the forest for the trees sometimes. But it was such an obvious win. It, it's, you know, it's a movie that's very rewatchable. I know it isn't for everybody, but I – I think it's an obvious winner. I, I hope they stick with it, man. Um, Scott Pianowski on. Let's go to this big headline. I think it gets overlooked. I started my show with it today. Shohei Otani, second major leaguer to have at least 10 wins on the mound, 10 homers or more, two-way player, unbelievably special. Babe Ruth did it 100 years ago. Shohei Otani's done it. Um, how special is this? I mean, the fact that you have to go back to Babe Ruth to find anything that's even remotely comparable, and I think the only thing that's going to keep him from serious MVP contention this year is that the Angels aren't going anywhere. Um, he's It's going to get really interesting, Nate, because I don't think he's going to return to the Angels when his contract's up at the end of next year. And uh, there's going to be, do the Angels trade him in the offseason? Do they trade him during the season? Is there just an out-and-out bidding war with the Dodgers, with the Yankees, with the Mets who seem to have money coming out of their ears? Uh, he's, he's a unicorn. You know, I, There's nobody in modern baseball who, who comps to Shohei Otani, and he's actually, although he hasn't been good as a base runner, he's, he's actually really fast, too. So he's got, he's got the whole toolbox, man. He's, he's uh, to me... I know Judge is having a monster season. He's probably going to win the MVP. And given that he's tied to a team going somewhere, I, I can sign off on that. 
But Shohei Otani is, is the best ticket in baseball right now. Okay, I'll ask you this, Scott. It's an era question of the day. I put it to my audience. I've done this in football and basketball, so I did it today with Otani and Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, in 2022, could he play Major League Baseball? For sure, because what would happen is he would have all the advantages of, of the better travel, the better diet, the better sleep. Okay, okay. You have to give him the benefit of that, too. So I, I think absolutely he could. Okay, you say from a skill side, and then you throw in all the new stuff that these guys do, uh, Babe Ruth would be able to do it. Interesting. So let me ask you this. Trade deadline, Padres made all these moves. Did they do the, you know, they did a lot. Have they done enough to be in contention? I mean, they're not going to win the division because the Dodgers have too big of a lead. But the point is, can they can they win in the tournament? You know, the, the, the playoffs do not always identify the best team. I don't think anybody thought that the Atlanta Braves were the best team in baseball last year, but they won the tournament. You know, they, they have... Is their front-line pitching good enough? I mean, if, if you're going to tell yourself a story of the Padres going deep, you have to say that you like Joe Musgrove and, and you Darvish as much as like maybe people like Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. I, mm. I think the moves are going to be really difficult to beat if they can keep those guys healthy. And I realize with DeGrom, I mean, start to start, you never really know. You hold your breath if he ever you know pulls up for a second or hesitates. But, um, man, I, I think the Padres are players. You know, and, and you know, the Soto's such a special guy. I mean, I said that, you know, we knew Otani was special because to comp him, you have to go back to Babe Ruth. To comp Soto, you have to go back to Ted Williams. I mean, we're talking about a guy who played 70, 80 years ago. You know, that, that's how special Juan Soto is. And that the depth of that Padres lineup, A to Z, is just outstanding right now. Okay, so I'll ask you this. Soto, was that a smart play? Meaning, hey, we, we got him under contract here. I don't know if they'll be able to hang on to him. He's got to get a massive deal, but they got him for a while. Yeah, I, I think it's going to age well because the skills that he has are going to be good in his in his late 20s and his early 30s and his mid-30s. And I realize you're taking a risk. I mean, you know, Andrew Jones was a great player at 19 and 20. By the time the Dodgers paid up for him around his age, age 30, 30 season, you know, he was basically done with baseball. But, you know, because Soto, so much of his game is – Ted Williams, the science of hitting, the first rule of the science of hitting is get a good pitch to hit. Juan Soto spits on all the borderline pitches, makes you throw it down the heart of the plate, and then he crushes it. And I realize he's not having his best season right now, but I think he's got a skill set that certainly will age well. Scott Pianowski on tonight, Major League Baseball, YahooSports.com. Last one, Aaron Judge. Uh, you mentioned him earlier. He's on this uh, run here. I don't know if he's going to catch Roger Maris. Yankees record 61 is that a big deal if he does? I think so, um, because a lot of people don't want to acknowledge Bonds and Sosa and McGuire and, and what happened in that era uh, with the enhancements and, and with the um, you know with the steroids and all that. As far as I, I mean, look, I, you never really know for sure until you know for sure. But I, I have no reason to believe that what um, Judge is doing isn't authentic. And I think it would be nice to just have a different member of that 60 home run club. And, and, and you know, it would be nice it's a Yankee, so it's, it's kind of like the batons pass from, from Maris to a different Yankee. And then I get it. You know, that park is really good for home runs. Judge hits a lot of cheap home runs to the right field. We don't have the greatest pitching depth maybe in the American League right now, but although the front-end pitching is still very good. But 
I'm rooting for for the story. This is I'm a diehard Red Sox fan, but I, I think okay. Aaron Judge hitting sixty two plus home runs would be great. Okay, you mentioned it. I said that was my last one, but Red Sox, the collapse. Um, what should we think? They should have sold at the deadline, and I know they went a couple of different ways because they they did make the move for for Tommy Pham. But the moment they made that trade offer to Chris Sale, it was a mistake. I think Sale must have driven through red lights to to get to that contract. Obviously, he's out for the year. They don't they haven't had the pitching. Even a healthy Sale wouldn't be enough to bail out this rotation, and they're going to finish last in this division. I think the Orioles, although the Orioles still they, they sold off some pieces too. What a great story. And we know it's the best division in baseball. The Red Sox are going to finish dead last. YahooSports.com has worked Major League Baseball. Scott underscore Pianowski on Twitter. Scott, always great. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for having me, Nate. Appreciate your time. Scott Pianowski on Field of Dreams Night tonight. YahooSports.com, Major League Baseball coverage. Uh, On Twitter, at Scott underscore Pianowski. I'll ask you this question, baseball fans. Are you rooting for Aaron Judge to... Break the Yankees' Roger Maris record. Because I say the Yankees' record because Roger Maris had the home run record. And then I know all you guys, we could argue, is that the real home run record still? I, I Okay, that's I, I'm <laughs> not going to go down that road. McGuire broke it. Then Bonds broke that, 73K. So um, what's the real home run record? I, I don't know. Maybe that's a good question of the day for tomorrow. We're back on a Thursday, okay? Maybe, maybe we'll save that for tomorrow. But are you uh, rooting for Aaron Judge, Yankees, to pass Roger Maris? I mean, this is the thing about baseball, which I love the history um, and the legends. And then then you're like, well, if, if, if Aaron Judge passes Roger Maris, that's a big deal, right? Is it? That's, that's what I ask. Is it a big deal? Are you rooting for Aaron Judge to pass Roger Maris? I would say probably the old school guys are like, no, I want Roger Maris. That's the real deal. 61, that's the real deal in 154 games, right? Do I have that right? 154 games, Roger did it. Aaron's got 162. Aaron's got the short ballpark, you know, the whole thing, the short shelf and right. Are you rooting for Aaron Judge to pass Roger Maris? I don't know if he'll get it done anyway. Kind of cooled off there a little bit in July, but um, we shall see. We shall see. That's interesting. What is the real home run record? What is the real home run record? Is it Barry Bonds? I mean, what is it Barry Bonds? Is that it? Would people say, no, no, it's uh, Roger Maris. It's interesting which way people may still go on that. I would say a majority of people, I think, would tell you it's Barry Bonds. Would a majority of people tell you, sports fans, base, you know, there's sports fans, there's non-sports fans who just kind of casually watch, and then there's baseball purists, baseball fans. I think more of the baseball purists have started to come to the side of, yeah, Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer, Barry Bonds has the home run record. I, I think. I could be wrong on that. We'll, uh, we'll pop that around a little bit tomorrow i got to pop around some high school football. Let's get a preview. South Dakota high school football, we got a preview. I want to know who's the best of the best in East River. Where does Rapid City fit in? South Dakota high school football preview coming up with Jason and Dara from Sioux Falls next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. New Chevy trucks are inbound and arriving daily at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet. Buy them before they get here. Stop in and see us or view our inventory at DannyManholtRapidChevrolet.com. See what's on the way and buy before it arrives. You get any incentives like big factory cash rebates, 
or low APR financing. Plus, now get a $1,000 Danny Mental discount on any new Silverado 1500. Find new roads at Danny Mental Rapid Chevrolet or DannyMentalRapidChevrolet.com. Looking for a great place for a pregame meal that really satisfies? Or maybe you want a place to take your all-star after the game. Or you're looking for a place to enjoy a delicious meal while watching your favorite team on the big screen TV. Valley Sports Bar and Grill has all the bases covered for all those things and more. Top-notch, friendly, and attentive service. Wall-to-wall big screen TVs with all the big games. And the absolute best wings in Rapid City. Valley Sports Bar. Make it your place. 1865 Valley Drive. Rapid City. I in 200, 2 and a quarter, 2 to the bit, 1 above, 50, 1 to get 250 here, no 75, 275, now 3. Hi folks, Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. We can turn your property to cash. We can sell your personal property and your real estate at auction. A family business for 64 years and counting. We've sold several millions of dollars in property over the years. We're happy to consult with you on your auction plans. Let our selling experience work for you. Call McPherson Auction, 605-348-1369. Visit us on our web at McPhersonAuction.com. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. If you have a Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, BMW, Volvo, or any other high-end import, you might think you have to take your car to Denver or further for service. Hi, this is Martin from Al's DNI Repair. Don't plan your life around taking your car for service in a town 400 miles away. Bring it to Al's DNI Repair. Our technicians are trained to work on those complicated cars, and we also have the tools and equipment so they have everything they need to make sure your car is working perfectly. Call Al's DNI to set up your appointment at 348-1447. Hey, this is Rob Parker from The Odd Couple. Don't miss our show weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now we'll send you back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in Fox Sports Rapid City. Busy show tonight. Good stuff. Remember to catch the podcast. You can listen to the whole thing. You can listen to me say Roger Goodell and then get taken to task that the Broncos owner didn't know the commissioner of the NFL. <laughs> Come on. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Fun stuff tonight. The Nate Brown Show podcast will be up tonight after we finish live. Download the podcast where you get your podcast. Apple. Spotify, Amazon. I mean, the list goes on. We're out there. Download the Nate Brown Show podcast. Listen when you can, when it's convenient. Walking the dog. It's a good time to do it, right? Good time to do it. Jason Andera is on tonight. South Dakota High School football. It's here. He's popping around all these practices. I've been watching. Midcoast Sports High School football analyst. Jason Andera, good to have you back. How are you? I'm great. I am great. It's uh, football season, like you said. I've been touring the state. It's always fun to catch up with old coaches and meet some new ones. And, and the players change every year. They stay the same age. I keep getting older, Nate. 
That's right. We do. By the way, you you get older, and I'm watching you guys do this preview video. I'm watching you guys do this video, and you get tackled. <laughs> you get tackled by one of your colleagues. Are you okay? Yeah, Jody. Uh, Jody took it seriously. I, I actually tried to hit him first, and I was like, you know, I'm going to be careful. I don't want to do anything. And he came up and he clocked me, and it was great. It made for great TV. <laughs> it did. I was watching. I had to watch that a couple of times. I said, man, I think Gandara got his lung knocked loose. I think he might have got his lung knocked loose on that. Um, okay, let's get into this. Let's think about East River, West River. I'm thinking about AAA. I'm thinking about AAA. People have said. Man, there's been a big gap because it's been evident. It's been evident as we go into each season, Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls, Brandon Valley, Harrisburg. Okay? And then we got Stevenson Central out here. And I asked a question a while ago. I said, will Stevenson Central win a state title in the next decade? I said, I stuck up for us, and I said, it only takes a, a couple of classes and a consistent coaching program and a culture. I think you can do it. I don't think it's out of the question. How dominant is Sioux Falls? Well, uh, that's that's a tough question because it's so tough to forecast even a year or two out, let alone a decade, because there's times that the Sioux Falls schools, some of these schools have looked, you know, dismal, you know, in the last 20, 25 years, and they have come back strong. And we've seen O'Gorman go up and down. We've seen Washington go up and down. Yes, yes. Sure, sure. Stevens could uh, could definitely go up and down. Central could, too. They've got enough talent. There's enough athletes there. Uh, just the commitment to football, is that going to change? Um, and should it? I don't know. I mean, I, there's plenty of commitment to athletics in, in the Black Hills. It's just going to take a group of, of special athletes to come together and say, hey, you know, we're gonna really going to focus on football and, and making that our sport to get better at because they certainly can compete athletically. Now, the flip side of that coin is uh, these Sioux Falls Metro schools, they have been doing that for the last decade. They've been focusing on football. They've been, you know, programs like Harrisburg and, and uh, Brandon Valley and T-Area have really done a good job of getting their younger players, their junior football players, even – before that with flag football players, you know, really to buy into the culture, into the system. And it's harder to do that in Sioux Falls, but Brandon Valley, Harrisburg T have done a fantastic job of doing that. And it's really made them superpowers every single year. You just know they're going to have good teams because these kids have been so immersed for, you know, up to six to ten years. They've been, you know, following the playbook going on at their high school. Okay, so I haven't seen you put out your poll yet. Uh, you talk to the coaches and you kind of figure out, okay, who do we think yeah. is going to be good? I'm going to ask you in AAA out there, who do you see? I have seen three different teams get some love. Actually, four different teams get some love for number one from different coaches. And those four teams, um, Harrisburg, the defending champs, Yes, they lost their quarterback, their Big Ten quarterback. They lost four college offensive linemen, five starting offensive linemen, but they have 156 players out for football. Um, and there's a lot of depth in Harrisburg. So I think they're one of the top four. Brandon Valley, I mean, they've been to the Dome, the championship game three years in a row. Now this is a team you automatically say is going to be in the mix. And I think the two Sioux Falls teams, that really feel like people are are looking at is Lincoln and Jefferson, and uh, those I'm going to go see Lincoln here tonight. Watch them practice. They made the semifinals last year with a lot of sophomores, a lot of juniors, and then this Jefferson team, maybe the best set of skill position players we've seen in a long time in high school football. 
Uh, their line has to get bigger and better, which I think they have. And I think uh, nobody would be shocked to see Jefferson in their second year of existence playing for a football championship this year. I was going to ask about this, Jason. Uh, Knuth was the best quarterback in South Dakota, arguably, last year, Harrisburg. Really, really good. Going to go to He's going to Minnesota. What about this Jefferson, Talon Ashley, right? Talon Ashley. Yeah. Is he the best this year? Is he? Yeah, Talon is, is six foot. If he was six four, I think people would be talking about him in the same breath. Um, but I think Lincoln Keenholz gets that gets that okay, moniker this year. He is Triple A though. Triple A. But 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 Triple A. Yeah, I mean, think you got you got some good ones. I mean, I'll tell you what, Bennett Dannenbring of O'Gorman mm. is fantastic, and Lucas Slack of Brandon Valley is going to be really good. I think Harrisburg's quarterback Dylan Elrod. He hasn't thrown one varsity pass yet. I watched him in practice today. I was my jaw dropped. He was very accurate, very good, strong arm. He looks like a quarterback. But to answer your question, nobody makes plays like Taylor Ashley. Like, you put him out there, you have a chance, even if you're on your own 20, to get into the end zone. And he's got so much escapability, and you pair him up with the D1 receiver like Griffin Wilby, oh, my, yeah, it's going to be quite – I would give that title in AAA for best quarterback to Taylor Ashley. Interesting. I was wondering. I just and then was... you got Jed Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Stevens has a guy. Stevens has a guy. Yeah. He lost a weapon. Easton Ogle was get, you know, looked like he was coming to Stevens. Now he goes to St. Thomas More. So I, I would look for Stevens to be pretty good offensively, even though losing Ogle, that was a, that was a pretty big loss. That is a big loss because last year, you know, Troy Camon and Ogle, they, they did some damage, and Jensen really looked like he was on the rise. But I, I think they've got some players there. Um, to fill those shoes too, it'll just it'll just be interesting to see if they can hang and uh, maybe find a way to get into that final four. I, I think they're one of the top eight, but can they get to that semifinal round? That's always the question in AAA. Okay, so in AAA, Harrisburg, Brandon Valley, some of these teams, the the regular customers getting attention. How about AA? Pier is one over and over and over. They add Machachuk out here, a great lineman. He's going to go play at UND. He transfers from Douglas. And he, he adds to the line. Is Pierre going to roll in double A? Yeah. 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 It, it would be more exciting to say no. But I'll tell you what. Last year's team, we didn't realize how much talent they really had. But Lincoln Keynotes yeah. um, separates them from the rest of the group. And then, and then you know, Christian Bush, Jaden Weeby. I mean, they are Jet Zabel. They've got so many guys just kind of waiting to become all-state players in the wings. And then... Yeah, you said it. Mitch Achok is is awesome. But when I talked to Steve Steele, the head coach at Pierre, he said getting the coach from Douglas, uh, Coach Mitch was probably a bigger factor because he loves the way he runs the defense and the defensive line in particular, and he can't wait to see him. So, man, uh, the rich get richer at Pierre. But I'll tell you what, the teams everybody else is talking about is Yankton, okay. the area, okay. and a lot of – a lot of love for Spearfish as maybe a number five team in Double A. I've seen that not just one place, but three or four different coaches have mentioned Spearfish as a top five team. I like that coach up there, Jason. The Spearfish coach, he has energy. I saw him a couple of years ago. I was like, I, I like this guy. He's going to do some good things here. And, and Dalton Waiteman's done a nice job. Um, so Spearfish, speaking of the Black Hills Conference, let's go there. Spearfish plays St. Thomas More early, and I think that's a tough one. I, I really do. Yeah. I think it's a good game. St. Thomas More has returning quarterbacks. They had Ogle. They've got some skill guys. 
St. Thomas More this year looks to be better than last year. What do you think of STM and 11B? Yeah, I tell you what, I, I will fully agree with you on that one, too. I think they're a top-five team. And uh, I think watching Matt Larson last year, he's just – He's a difference maker, and, and when you got a guy like that and, like you said, some returning players with him, I think St. Thomas More kind of goes back to the top, but there are some rising teams as well in 11B. I think Ron Colley's a rising team. Elk Point Jefferson's right there with St. Thomas More. And then you got the two teams that have been in the championship game the last three years, and they look pretty strong too. So uh, there's a handful of teams. I, I think they belong in the top five for sure, St. Thomas More does, but, uh, and, and probably better than last year. Is winner um, just winner? I mean, they're just winner. They're just winner again. You know, you change coaches, you change quarterbacks, you change, you know, the names on the back, and even though they don't have names on their back. But the the offensive line is just nasty. You got three running backs you can give the ball to every single year. And this kid, Aiden Barfus, who was a sophomore last year, you know, they always have good running backs, but this guy is different. And uh, I'll tell you what, he could be – he could be scary good this year as a junior. Um, he made some noise in the Dome last year as a sophomore, and he just looks the part of a beastly running back and defensively like he could be a potential D1 type player. And Winter has had great players despite not having you know great college players, but uh, they've got some serious talent back with Riley Oral, Aiden Barfus. Uh, Winter's going to be stout. It's just an unbelievable program. I mean, it's just something else. They just do it every single year. The program uh, runs deep in winter of high school football success. Jason Andera tonight, great preview, Midco Sports. Follow him at Andera Midco. Get a follow there if you're getting set for high school sports. Andera Midco, high school sports analyst from Sioux Falls. Jason, good, man. I appreciate it. We'll look forward to talking with you soon. You bet anytime. All right, appreciate it. Jason Andera tonight, great high school football preview. Midco Sports, high school sports analyst from Sioux Falls. Solid stuff. Solid stuff. Teams to watch, AAA, AA, down to B. I think we're going to have some good games on Fox Sports Rapid City. Some of these early ones, we got Spearfish, St. Thomas Moore. Ah, that'll be interesting. Just a few weeks away. A few weeks away. Coming right back with who's hot and who's not. Let's wrap up the Wednesday show with a story you need to hear. Don't miss this. In my who's not, it's an NHL team that we all know. We all know this NHL team very, very well. And I'm wondering what's happened here with this NHL team. Talk a little hockey in my who's not. And a college says, we got to get more fans in our stadium. This is the SEC. We got to start packing this house. They offer a new game day experience for their fans at this university. Next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. 
With two locations in Rapid City, Pizza Ranch is ready to serve your family. Every Wednesday is Kids' Day. This is the best deal out there with the best buffet in town. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular-priced adult at the Pizza Ranch Buffet Wednesdays. And don't forget their senior special every Tuesday for $8.99. The Pizza Ranch Buffet. It's all good at the Pizza Ranch with two locations in Rapid City. And remember, daily online specials for carryout or delivery at Pizza Ranch. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. on a Wednesday night. Who's hot and who's not always brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Dinner time right now. The Pizza Ranch. It's kids night. Buffets open till 8 tonight. Get to the Pizza Ranch. One child 12 and under each free for every regular priced adult at the Pizza Ranch Buffet tonight. Come for the buffet. Stay for the fun. Rapid City Pizza Ranch South has the brand new Fun Zone Arcade expansion. Over 3,000 more square feet at the Fun Zone Arcade at the Rapid City Pizza Ranch South. Kids night tonight. Eat up. Enjoy it. Just had pizza ranch the other day. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, In my who's hot category, I'll throw in Mississippi State. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to work, but leave it to the SEC to say, hey, we're going to crank up game day. Mississippi State's attendance has been going down, as most college football uh, attendance has gone down. So Mississippi State said, we're going to go to the drawing board. We're going to think of a new idea. Here's the new idea. Mississippi State, they got rid of 2,000 upper deck seats, and they made a new suite area called the balconies. This isn't like the suites for the big donors. This is the balconies where you can bring your own beer, fridge, chair. You can you know, bring games, and you can, you know, like lawn games. So you bring your own fridge, your own beers, lawn chairs, lawn games, and you watch from the top of the stadium. You got to donate $2,700 to the Mississippi State Bulldog Club, and then you got to buy a season ticket. So when you break it all down, you can get in the balcony suite area, bring in brewskis. Oh, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? What an experience. Mississippi State said, okay, we'll put in suites, but we're going to make it like tailgating suites tailgating suites. All right. I guess they haven't been to a Hard Rocker game before, right? Huh? Out over in the ramps? Having a good time? All right. In our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, I'll go with this one. Um, I don't know why this is happening. I mean, it's cool that it's happening, but I think it should happen in Rapid City. You know who the Rapid City Rush affiliate is, right? Rapid City Rush Hockey? Arizona. So we're affiliated with Arizona. We did it once, and then we quit for a while, and now we're back. But I just saw this headline. Arizona is going to play the Las Vegas Golden Knights in the NHL in Idaho. They're going to play it in in the Idaho Steelheads Arena. Come on, I, I want I want our affiliate to play an NHL preseason game here. This is what Rapid City is talking. This is what we're talking about: a sports commission to put stuff like this together. That's the type of stuff we we have our own affiliate, Arizona in the NHL. They're playing the Golden Knights in the Idaho Steelheads Arena in Boise. And it's coming up in October. Can we get a preseason NHL game? Let's get to work on it. Arizona, come to Rapid City next time. 
All right, back tomorrow on a Thursday, the Nate Brown Show in the books. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you have a good night. The Odd Couple is in right now, and we're back tomorrow at 4.